0: Welcome to the Elijah Streams Podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz.
1: Well happy Monday post Thanksgiving now. It's the Monday after Thanksgiving. It is November 28th. Uh hope hope you all didn't gain 10 pounds. I was pretty proud of myself. I didn't gain any pounds. I was very disciplined this year. It's the first year ever that I decided I'm not going to gain 10 pounds or 5 pounds or 3 pounds. So, so far, so good. Anyway, welcome to the broadcast. I am Steve Schultz, founder, along with my wife of both Elijah List and Elijah Streams. We welcome you today to the broadcast. It's going to be very, very interesting. And in fact, let me just say this. This is going to be an epic week. We have—I uh, I should have written these all down. We have SG Anon for Thursday, Cats Wednesday. We have uh, 107, and we have Chris Reed. I think I named all the all those uh, all the correct ones. And it's—we are in really uh, not only turbulent times, but historic times uh, where things are happening. And so I won't get ahead of myself. I let Johnny talk about those things, but. Johnny and I will be doing the show together uh, um, today, of course. And then we'll be doing it together as a, as kind of like a panel with SG on, or SG as we call them. So, all right. That's uh, what I have today. Um, if you're ready, um, Emily, if, you could, uh, if you'll go ahead and roll that spot for the wells. And I thank you so, so, so much for your support, both of this ministry where you're receiving a prophet. In the name of a prophet, you receive a prophet's reward. And the Bible says if you give so much as a cup of cold water, one of these little ones, you will not uh, lose your reward. So it's kind of like a double-double. Uh, uh, God will reward you. Um, we sow into this ministry ourselves. Um, and anyway, I, I wanted, first of all, I want to thank Caitlin, uh, Sally, who's putting these videos together. She's very young. Um, um, how do we say very young? I mean, she's not a teenager, but she's she's a very young woman. She's the daughter of Mike and Lori Sally, who do show mercy, and she's extremely gifted in putting these videos together. Anyway, we not only now right. have done, we, we will have done 77 wells by the end of the month. Uh, in Uganda we've also done three wells in Nepal and as of a couple of days ago we were in talks to do more wells in Ethiopia we look for opportunities where there's people on the ground who have been there for years and years they know the people they they can manage what's going on because we don't just throw water wells because they need to be serviced and taken care of so that they don't just go into disrepair and then we just threw that money away so uh, anyway we are Um, we're looking at ethiopia which i'm very excited about if we can make that work out um i my hope and prayer is it will do a couple hundred wells next um, uh, year in 2023 and we can only do that with your generous help and we thank you thank you thank you thank you so all right uh it is time for johnny and unfiltered so here we go
2: my message hasn't changed you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You must from now on target darkness in your society. We are almost there. The pain is for the awakening. The awakening is for your children.
1: Well, it's never stopped being about the children, is it, Johnny?
2: No, that's the thing to be reminded about over and over. I suppose right away, interesting. I just got to. Report that you know, Tucker Carlson of Fox News, and um, so that's not just, um, I mean, that's uh, into what's considered mainstream media, not right. that we highly recommend it because there's good people there, but there's it's still in the process of, uh, we'll say being corrected overall. But he just got through saying, um, uh, time to talk about the elite pedophilia problem. And when you talk about it, it's about the children, it's not separate from that conversation but the fact that it's making it where Fox News is not afraid to bring that up
1: wow that's
2: that's a big deal so that's something apparently from just a little while ago from today time to talk about the elite pedophilia problem
1: oh, that's and, so amazing yeah well, you know when I I grew up and I've talked about my testimony many times on the air where I was a victim of my own father's uh, uh, sexual abuse as were my brother and especially my two sisters. And I thought, Johnny, that I was an extreme exception to the rule. But what I'm understanding is that this is going on throughout the earth, not just from parents and their children, but um, on the earth, and in, in some cases beneath the earth in tunnels. This is going on by hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Am I saying that about right?
2: Well, well yes. And it's it's literally how... The seven mountains, if those who don't know the terminology, seven primary spheres of society, media, education, government, economy, family, arts, entertainment, as well as the mountain of religion. There are, as it were, think of seven mountains and the positions of influence. I could get my hand where the positions of influence being at the top. In order for you to make it past like three quarters of the way up that mountain of influence, there are gatekeepers essentially there that don't allow you to make it unless you have been blackmailed, compromised. And the compromise of choice, they don't feel like you're sufficiently blackmailed, even with money, even with, um, we'll say, sexual, uh, uh, you know, normal adultery. It has to has to advance at, at least till the point of pedophilia, and then there's even, you know, worse aspects of it, where there's sacrifices and cannibalism oh, and things man. like that. So that has been these are the protectors of the top of the mountains for all nations. They have been uh, operating without being targeted. There's not been enough power to target. But by and large, not even one percent of the people have seen it. And so they have been operating at the tops of the mountains in this kind of way. And so, yeah, it's still about the children and it's about freeing them up in every kind of way. And so they're, they are in in all kinds of uh, in all kinds of bondages. Um and and the Lord, that is a, just a massive priority from his standpoint. You, you
1: know, I want to ask you one question before we get into what your content is today. Uh, and that is, you know, once I've learned this and I've learned about the, the whole area of blackmail, um, you know, the longer I do what I do, the more uh, celebrities come across my path or I come across their path. And pretty soon I know people who are who, you know, I can't even talk about. Right. But when you started talking about this, I thought, oh, man, because I've heard that uh, then you're invited to a get-together and, you're, and you, you go to this get-together and you're with a, a, your celebrity friend and all the others, and someone comes up and purposely takes your picture with this person who they know will later be found out to be a pedophilia because that's, that's the beginning of their blackmail. And I'm thinking, man, maybe I don't even want to be around famous people for the fear of that somebody would take a picture of me with someone that's, who's a pedophile and try to use that as blackmail. What, what, what are your thoughts about that?
2: No, that's, that's actually true. And, and it, it applies to all seven of the mountains. So we mentioned the mountain of religion. This is part of what will be exposed and is already out there in some degree. And I knew about it. We've told you from time from time to time, about our experience in a church in Atlanta, Georgia, when Elizabeth and I where we got married, and that church was the mega church, its the fastest growing church in America. But I had no idea. We thought we were we were serving a man of God there, a bishop. That was you know he was he would preach the kingdom, but he had his version of it, and um, he was actually a pedophile. He had about ten concubines on staff as well, who would be the people. <laughs> That were singing, and he was sleeping with his brother's wife, and oh, having man. it was the biggest mess. But they didn't. Um, it was finally one of his own daughters that warned me. say, said, "Johnny, you're the only person they don't have anything on." And they uh, they probably looked at that as a big mistake they made. Is how did they let somebody? And I wasn't necessarily inner circle, but I got close enough uh, to the inner circle without them finding having blackmailable stuff so we're not just talking about the stuff uh, we would we would think normal for the mountain of government and stories that are are out there but this this is unfortunately this is an operating system that reigns in the church itself and they'll do it a a little more kosher language in some places it's not as devious as what we're talking about right now where it actually goes into uh, pedophilia and other things but it would be don't trust a leader who doesn't have a limp. And so that yeah. sounds good. It sounds good because you don't want a, you know, holier than thou person pointing, uh, pointing you out and, and saying things. You don't want a Pharisee under you. But what they actually mean, because uh, that's what it was in this church. That was the language. Uh, don't trust someone who doesn't have a limp. The limp was supposed to be who's actually has an open major case of sin that you can control them with because that's how you kept all opposition under you. That's how you kept loyalty. And so the ministry ba- brags about all their pastors. We have 30 pastors, and everyone has served here in their years, and no one breaks ranks and all that. No one breaks ranks um, when they all are are, are those who, who have blackmailable matters um, that have that, that have been you know thrown into the quotient.
1: You know, and I haven't – I've never told this on the air or even publicly – until this moment but i i worked out of uh, a the retirement industry out of dallas texas for a public company and i developed a very dear friend um i won't say his name just i won't even say his first name but uh he was a very 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 good friend um we didn't hang a lot but uh he loved our kids and he would buy uh calvin hobbs books to give to my son and he was just a really dear friend and 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 then down the road we ended up moving to another company, and as it turned out, the company exploded. You know, they went, they they the partners got in a fight, and, and they went one way, and I went the and and I had to go the other way. I had no choice, and I lost the friend. Later to find out, within the next year, he was serving a two-year prison sentence for trafficking in in child pornography. I I mean, not just looking at it even, but Trafficking, making money off of it, and I thought, you just don't know. You know, I wish I had that seer gift where I would feel something evil if that was going on. Uh, I I don't know what you would say to people who who don't have that gift. How do they even, you know, conduct themselves?
2: You mean like if they know about it?
1: Yeah. No, I mean if they don't know about it, how do they conduct themselves if they don't? They have no idea. And someone who's a dear friend ends up being a, a child trafficker.
2: Well, the bottom line is you have to, you know, I say you, you you have to turn them in if you know that's going on. And unfortunately, we find out a whole lot of our justice system is compromised. And and really, they have a covering, a cover up system um, all over the place in this nation. It's not everywhere. It's not all judges. It's not all police departments. But there's enough police departments and judges that are tied into this system oh. that, that it's, it's not even, you know, a sure thing. In fact, you can get yourself in trouble. Your very life can be in trouble by reporting these things. But on the other hand, it has to be reported somehow. You can't cover, yeah. you can't cover these things up. So. Wow. Wow.
1: Well, anyway, enough of that, you know, didn't mean to throw too much at people post Thanksgiving, but, you know, we have to wake up a little at a time, you know, and. It's, amazed. it's amazing to me how God protected me by blowing up that – we used the term blow up that that partnership. It was in Florida, and I was making more money than I'd ever made, and it only lasted three months, and the partners got in a fight. Had that not happened, I would have been become a closer and closer friend with this guy who was a pedophile and not even know about it. So yeah. uh, amazing things, amazing things. Don't uh, – yeah, I mean, I guess I would tell people if something just dis- – blows up and you thought everything was going your way, don't assume that God didn't just protect you uh, yeah. by, by that. So, well, what's on your heart for today? I know you've got a lot. So, well, I'll just turn that over. Yeah,
2: hopefully we have some time for some questions. Yes. I'm going to, um, you know, part of even the way I would instruct people when they're learning to preach and share and stuff is I would say, you know, particularly for those starting to, to speak is like, say what you're going to say, then say it, And then tell them what you just said. And that way they they remember. And so, and sometimes I don't always have a head what I'm going to say. And, or sometimes the Lord takes me down, Uh, we'll say, we'll call him one of his eagle, uh, rather than a rabbit hole, we'll call him one of his eagle direction or something like that. But there is, I want to talk about um, liberated electrons, (laughs) liberating electrons. And you'll understand that better in just a few moments. But there is really uh, the burden of the Lord, we'll say that he's laid on me, is just to really encourage the body of Christ on. On the power that is in us, you know, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And this connects with the last two weeks. And I know last week was Thanksgiving. I didn't share till Tuesday. And then we had another program in there. But I would strongly recommend for those who didn't get a chance because it was a shortened week and because we had another program. The message on the kingdom, in fact, the last two weeks, the message on the kingdom, kind of the meta narrative is so important for understanding even this. uh, I mean, you're going to understand it anyway on its own from where we're going to go today. But Jesus, you know, he announced repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. John the Baptist first announced it. And so it wasn't, as we pointed out, it wasn't a repent, like say sorry for your sins Uh, right up front because that concept wouldn't have made sense without some more teaching and explanation. But it was metaneo, changed the way you think the invisible kingdom is here. The kingdom of the invisible realm is here. And so there was great doubt among the elite that there was even an invisible realm. And they were taught among themselves that the visible realm is what ruled and reigned. And if the, if the invisible realm existed, it was subservient to it. And Jesus is like, "You better change the way you think. My invisible realm rules and reigns. The invisible world, the kingdom, what I bring rules and reigns." And then he proved it. So it was no longer just an argument, which is what they were used to in the Greek culture. It was no longer just a philosophical debate. He proved that the invisible realm ruled, the invisible realm ruled over the invisible realm by immediately healing the sick. Uh, The blind man telling him he could see restoring the paralytic could say, you know, stand up, uh, speaking to demons and they're gone. And so they saw proof. He didn't just make a statement, but the kingdom came with a demonstration that proved that his comment that the invisible realm ruled and reigned in the visible realm. So part of where we're going to go is we want to make that abundantly clear that there's a lot of attention on what's going in the physical realm and the plans that are made and who's doing what and what military alliance and deep state and big guys bad guys and and, and there's a lot of attention to the physical maneuverings and movings around and 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 there're some good motivations there and there's people motivated by god and there's people motivated by satan in there but the emphasis from the lord for us for the body of christ is to know who he is in us and to know that we all are partakers of this invisible Realm, The kingdom realm that rules and reigns. And Lord has reminded me of many examples. And we'll see if I get into that in my own life. And it's just questions I would ask afterwards about how the kingdom operated when I would go somewhere. When, when I would be on assignment and, and I would go somewhere, um, there was just an overwhelming of the darkness that would take place through the spirit that was on me and on our team and, and so it's been instructive to me. And a lot of these things, I'm, I'm asking better questions and getting more insight. We'll say 10, 20, 30 years after I was doing a lot of uh, these trips where I saw supernatural manifestations. Because the Lord, uh, a real focus for Him is to break off whatever sense of powerlessness that we're carrying or anyone is carrying uh, in the body of Christ. And because and, the kingdom of God comes with power and in power. And so we're going to, um, I made a, con- a, com- a comment last week that I would connect it to kind of a quantum conversation. And I'm not a, a quantum expert, but probably at least 15 years I've been reading and I have series of books that I revisit, refresh. I've studied them online for hours. Oh. And it's 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 not to showcase my expertise on quantum because we're going into a whole quantum world, quantum finances, quantum computers. Uh, quantum computers that can literally outperform our fastest computer right now by uh, more than 10 million times. And it's because of what can happen at the micro tiny. So here's a brief explanation of the quantum world. The qu- quantum world essentially is the micro tiny. And, and we're talking um, uh, um, so tiny. Well, I'm going to get into that, what an atom is and then what what it means um, it, it, to be connected to this understanding of the quantum world as a, and connected to kingdom thinking. Because when Jesus says, repent, the invisible realm is here. This connects to the invisible realm didn't mean it's impossible to see. It meant it was impossible to see with your natural eyes.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give.
2: So the quantum realm the micro tiny realm cannot be seen is in quote invisible. It cannot be seen with eyes. In fact, atoms, uh, the theory of atoms, hundreds and hundreds of years. I don't know how 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 long and and the conversation on on things. But it's more uh, scientists and and all that have been able to identify where they've been the the effect of atoms, and so they they put names to things. Even the word atom is, you know, kind of they, they thought an atom was at its life at its smallest point. And so that was what the atom was. But they really were not even able to observe an atom in any way, I think, until 1980s through some kind of uh, trying to remember what kind of a scanning, a scanning tunneling microscope Adam really? actually seen only the effect. So. The world talks about, and even the quantum world, is more studying and reporting on the effect of tiny things. We're talking about electrons, neutrons, photons, and, and uh, protons, and, and subatomic particle level realities. And I want to make a connection. So my point is not to be like, to hurt our brain talking about the quantum world, but to make a connection with kingdom and kingdom power and how we each uh, carry this. You know, I I had questions with the Lord. How was it that, you Mm. know, years ago, I went to uh, the Nation of the Dominican Republic many years ago, and it was when I was in my 30s, and it was when I was just kicking off mission trips stuff. And over the course of six months, the only rains that came on the Dominican Republic are on two trips that I went for six entire months. Um, and on our first trip, uh, the first day there was, I didn't realize it, um, that they had been in about a two month drought mm. and it rained and it had, and there was thunder and, and lightning and rain, um, not in a terrible, you know, just kind of good way, not like a hurricane way. Uh, every day we were there. And then when we came back four months later, as we're landing the plane, we see clouds come in with us. And then there is um, uh, it just literally as we're landing, it downpours. And and so and there's people dancing and running. Uh, kids are running in, in the streets and celebrating. And and we're driving to the hotel. I'm going, what's what's the deal? There's <laughs> rain. And, and it's, 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 we haven't had a drop of rain. Johnny, we haven't had a drop of rain since you were here honestly 4 months wow. ago wow. and he said honestly we haven't had any rain in the last 6 months except for you when you were here and so i didn't pray for rain i didn't know about it i didn't i was like what's what's going on so the teaching again it's not this is not about me other than me being an example of what's available the kingdom of god is within you and so this rea- this began some questioning for me because i had many of those type of events happened. There's at least 10 cities or nations I went to that me coming in literally broke a drought, but I didn't know about it on any case. So it's like
1: you came in and uh, to use a different term, you were a carrier of the glory without even realizing you were carrying the glory to accomplish this or that. It just happened without you. Even some of it.
2: our language is exactly right, Steve, like carrying the glory, but I want to yeah, I, I, actually understand it a little bit scientifically
1: Okay, what's
2: going on, because sometimes we can hang our hat on that better uh, for the body of Christ. Because again, the purpose of everything we're doing is, I mentioned liberating electrons. So we're going to come back to that uh, in a moment. So, you know, it was like, I just had a, a, a brain warp about that, that it was clearly tied into me going, I took a team with me, but I, it was my team. I was the one taking them. I was kind of, I think, the only person in common on both trips, what was happening. And then the second time after, they told me that this is the only rain they've had. So I, I just, from the pulpit, said, I, I've heard the only rain you had in the last six months is this time and last time. So I said, I guess I'm declaring the end of the drought. I just, I guess I'm declaring. And there was no more drought. It didn't go back to drought. And, it just, and I was like, wow. 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 So the kingdom was coming in. And and like I said, at least at least 10 times um, I could tell that story. That was the biggest, most obvious. The nation would remember it kind of deal. And and then there was at least six times where um, as I'm coming in, a volcano goes up and there's a story tied into that. There's volcanoes. There's earthquakes. Crazy. the the power going out either of the whole city or of the whole mm-hmm. island um, or the nation itself at least five times and and so it was this whole thing because I didn't get activated into ministry proper really till age thirty five. I was late to it and the Lord had to keep telling me is like will you get out of hiding will you go? You keep saying who am I going to follow Lord who I don't want you to look to to follow. I put my gifts and callings and you. You go. That's good. And then all these things would happen <laughs> when when I would go. And so Johnny, just, so
1: I can, I can just interrupt for a second. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt your flow. But God didn't say if you will submit to this person, I can then begin to use you.
2: No, not only that, I wasn't about <laughs> to. Again, that was. Uh, those early years, I wasn't even going to church because I'd come out of that church situation
1: yeah.
2: where it was a national scandal. And and I didn't even know who could be trusted anymore because all the people we knew, I, all of a sudden, the 10 most famous pastors in America, just about, um, I knew who their mistresses was as well. They kind of had a mistress club and they're informing me. And I was like, Goodness oh, God. so I know if it existed, then there's some something you know, probably something like that. It exists now. And so it was just mind boggling. And so I did, could not trust uh, the Lord knew that I was like, I trust you. I trust no no man right now, but I'm going to go do some good somewhere else. It's too complex and confusing in the United States. I was born and raised in Peru. I love Peru. I'm going to go there. And then we went to other countries and there was this amazing presence and power that would accompany Um, And it would be surprising to me. It would be surprising because nobody was validating me um, um, and except he himself. But that's part of my training from the things I had to confront early on was, you know, I've mentioned that before at age 14, where I have the Lord. From now on, I'm going to go with what you say, even if it's radical and off. And so if that's a problem with you, go ahead and take me off the scene right now, because that's how I'm going to live. And really, that was that was a key. And, And so. There is the the kingdom advancing, and so out of that began to see many people healed, delivered as well in practical ways, many blind people that I've prayed for totally blind um now see many people who are totally deaf um now here wow. somebody who hadn't he was twenty six or something he had never walked his his left leg was shrivelled by uh, let's see if I can put my hand up here you know by about a foot or more, and I laid hands on him and his foot went out and 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 so i saw those type of things and i was in shock about it because i was like god the reason i didn't do anything till age 35 is because i'm like i don't really know how to at that time i don't really know how to speak and i have no gifts so why why should i be activated and the lord he just went out of his way to um to let me know he wanted me activated and there was quick rewards. So part of the takeaway, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say some up front and remind again at the end, hopefully, is the Lord is telling me he's got this hidden reserve of those who have not moved, who've, who've, um, you know, you've been through so much loss, disappointment, or you've been under recognized, undervalued. And, and, and so he wants, you know, he wants everyone activated at this time. These things I didn't know, I didn't know about them until I went. There's something about you know this is a this is almost a a, a bad joke. A preacher preached, you know, two thirds of God is go. And um and if you if you get that, you know, G O is two thirds of God. And so
1: he'll Oh, that's good. So it's a play on words.
2: <laughs> yeah. And there's all these things that you know Jesus said. In fact, there's over you know, a thousand times in the scripture, there is this word go. And there was a strong word used by Jesus himself. You know, go into all the world. Uh, all authority is given me, therefore go and disciple nations. And then he would, would you say,
1: Johnny, that this is like what you're describing for yourself? Not the actual number, but where God says to Elijah, I don't you know I've reserved 7,000 for myself? You were a hidden one of the 7,000, the metaphorical. 7,000, but I mean, there might be 7 million, there might be 70 million. Um, yeah, um,
2: I, I believe in that as well. I don't think this is what that was. Okay. I think it is more the first Corinthians. God has chosen the weak, small, foolish things of this world to confound the wise. He's, and, and that's uh, Paul laid that out. And where he hides his strength in weakness. And so therefore, he says, let the weak say, I am strong. And 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 he says that no flesh will glory in my presence. There's something mm-hmm. about um, when he's able to release his glory on a vessel that can be overlooked, and and um, for all kinds of reasons, it can be because of you know, you noble birth, you you uh, you're not um, you're neither brilliant nor a great speaker nor wealthy nor you know, obviously charismatic or whatever. There's there's things like a package. That's why I, I often, um, I will look at, I'll give a second look at people who think, who seem crazy and because and, I'm like, let me just observe this situation, this person a little longer because I, I've recognized that God hides some of his best now, stuff. That's you know, interesting.
1: But, I mean, say that again, because some people about miss that. So there are people that come and they're and and they're not well received because they act a little odd and they're a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And you're saying you give them a second glance because they might be one of
2: Yeah. And we've you. found that the kingdom of God is like a treasure hid in the field. So the kingdom of God is not this obvious thing that knocks on the door and like this. The kingdom of God is hidden treasure. So um it means it's not you know it's hidden a field field is you can either consider it dirt or it's just like well that's nothing special about that and so the kingdom of god is discovering that so that's how we taught even the prophetic in our church is that what you want to do is learn to look at people and not look for their dirt because that's doesn't take a prophetic gift that's a gift of obvious you see anger on them i say i see you struggle with anger that's not a prophetic gift you can see that I say you carry bitterness. I say you carry, you can see lust, bitterness, anger on people and it not be a prophetic gift at all. It's just obvious um, with any kind of semi discernment at all. What takes. Uh,
1: can I, can I, can I, to complete that sentence, are you saying you could see lust or something on a person, but they might be one of the hidden ones of God? Are you saying that? Uh, for sure. Okay. And-
2: it's, and it's, I'm not saying they're one of the 7,000. I'm saying these. this has happened often. I've seen, I, I can see initially something on them. The Lord, that's how he taught me. He's like, go deeper, find the treasure. You just saw the field. The field's not impressive, is it? The field is dirt. What, what am I doing? Where am I in the midst of that? You know, that's the Ezekiel 37, Valley of Dry Bones. And he said, prophesy to the dry bones. So he's like, look past the dirt. What's there? What's the hidden treasure that's there? Call the treasure out. Give that person an opportunity to live by a different identity than what the enemy has been sticking on them. And even what other people in general have, or even what they themselves see of themselves. And so it starts with an identity that gets called forth. And so they don't have to live by that you know, so yeah, I you know, I was praying for somebody and I, I saw a picture of them in front of a computer, uh you know, in pornography, and I had uh, uh, I had a choice of how to go after that. It was like um, the Lord shows me you're watching pornography. Stop doing that. Well, he would probably, you know, it'd be embarrassing. I'd be right, and 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 maybe there's a time uh, to do that. You get called out in that kind of way, but the Lord said just hang with this a little bit, and so. I've, and the way the Lord had me go after that in a different way is just recognize you have a heart that really wants to serve the Lord. And I said, you're struggling with something right now. It's been like a stronghold on you. And and you know that that's very possibly something that's um, you know knocking you out of the contention for being used by God. And so he's given you the grace right now to, to let go of that that's and good. not do that anymore because you were called for so much more. So there's an invitation to a higher, if you want to call a higher self, but it's original destiny there that we're, that we're given him. But this is this is just a part of the trademark of God that people need to know about. He chooses non-spectacular people, non-spectacular events. Jesus is still born in a manger, as opposed to in a stadium with 100,000 worshipers. Like we keep having these huge events where we have stadium fulls or DC is full, and we think that's going to be catalytic to kicking off some kind of national revival and it never does instead it starts in azusa street and what and poor black community with a one-eyed black pastor now that's not how god's going to do it we think it's exactly how god's going to do it and so once we understand that this is not just uh uh, you know this is not something just occasionally true with god but it's actually his trademark he has chosen the weak small, wow. foolish things of this wow. world to confound the wise and the weak things of this world to bring to naught the things that are strong and etc. Once you realize that's really his operating system as expressed, even in his own life, he himself is born in a manger. His so, disciples are the Galilean, uh, the Nazareth cussing fish, redneck fishermen. Uh, he, he does not have the elite silver tongue Uh, philosophers that are his disciples.
1: Can can I say this? So it's not like God tried this person who had the gifts and that person who had the anointing and this person who had the talent before he went to William Seymour, the black one-eyed pastor in a home on Azusa Street. It's that he always looked at the guy on Azusa Street and said, now that's where I'm going to go. It wasn't that he, he tried one, two, and three first, and and decided to then, then use William Seymour. Am I saying that right?
2: It's exactly right, and that's throughout the Scripture. It's Moses. He's eighty years old. I think we've hit this before. We'll just briefly run through it. M- Moses is eighty. He's been forty years set aside in the wilderness. He's uh, he has a speech impediment. He has he he remembers he was caught. The fact that he secretly killed the person mm-hmm. for justice reason and all that, and so he's the one. That's called to lead the nation of Israel out of its historic bondage, you know, and he's the he's the famous person. And you have Gideon while he's hiding from the enemy. In fact, this is the Holy Spirit telling me to hang on this one right now. So Gideon is actually he's hiding in the wine press and he's he's working on uh, on on their product there in hiding because they have been under the Midianites for 18 years. And then the mm-hmm. angels. Lord, or the Lord shows up and says, "Mighty man of valor," um, and He calls him forth. You've been called to lead again. Why did He do this? He's choosing the weak, small, foolish. And so Gideon's like, um, uh, "Me?" He's like, "My tribe is not a major tribe. In my tribe, our family is the least, and in my family, I'm the one least thought of." And then the Lord, bingo, exactly. <laughs> That's how I pick people, and and so. There is, uh, you know, it takes the Lord forever to get him courage to be activated. It's like he has to have the whole fleece thing, you know. It's it's damp in the morning or not, and then the, he does the the fleece test with the Lord, where if this is you calling me, let this happen. And so then, you know, he has to take out the the bale that's in his own father's back backyard, and then he blows his shofar, and thirty thousand people uh men follow him they're like wow if the coward's convinced something must be going on you know if 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 Gideon like what's what kind of weirdness is this and so there's a there's a whole thing but why why were they in bondage for 18 years to the Midianites well we just know that it took maybe 18 years for Gideon something to rumble in him because his the other first comment we didn't bring up is he said if I am a mighty man and you are calling me, where are your mighty works? He he shared frustration.
1: He I knew. love that. I yeah. totally love that. And so, so did God love that. He loved being called on the carpet, if, if you will, for that. He,
2: he was. But the Lord was actually looking for that. Somebody who knew God was bigger and better than what it looked like. And he's like, you are the kingdom catalytic person for it. But what it took is it took eight years of uh, slavery, of a tough, intense time for Gideon to be activated. I want to connect it to now. It's been intense. It's been intense two or three years here for people and people like, I don't think I can take it as too much. What happened? What is happening is we're getting right at this bottom table where he's got some champions. He's got these hidden champions and, and it's just rough enough right now where it's where it's them being able to like, they just got to do something. The Gideons are, are being sparked.
0: Help Elijah streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah streams and the Elijah streams podcast possible. Visit elijahstreamscom give and become a partner today.
2: And, and the Lord's having to talk to you. And that's why I'm telling you the people who are listening to us, um, and we know this has been an amazing, uh, you know, near more 200,000 people are going to watch this before yeah. it's, it's done over the next week. And so this goes to many nations across the world. Many people are going to hear this. And, and you hearing this is the Lord putting his finger kind of on you. And he's saying, you're a Gideon. I need you to rise up. You don't have to go tell anybody you're a Gideon. You know, eventually it just if the signs and wonders follow enough that, you know, people begin to put two and two together on their own. So it's not about becoming head cases. And that's what what's tough. But there are people that love the Lord, that truly love the Lord. And I can say for myself, I truly love the Lord, spent time with yeah. him. But it was like, you know, Lord, I'm just called called to be a basic character guy in the body of Christ. And I don't really have gifts and callings. And then he would accompany me with this massive, massive um, um Game-changing anointing and power, and I mean, I haven't even gone into it was like at least quickly comes to mind five, six nations where a government turned over, the president was taken out like a day. I came there, and, and there was a message associated with that, and I was like, "How did you, how did you do that?" It's like, so there's something about just obeying Him, and even if you didn't say anything, do anything, there there is like this residual kingdom anointing that we carry. And this is why this is not just for the 7,000. This is for the body of Christ. to the body of Christ right now, there is an invitation from him to just go. It's go somewhere. Go on assignment. Tell yourself, I'm on assignment. Because that's the only thing, what was different than me doing it on vacation is like, I knew I was on assignment from God. Um, The bigger thing he would do 90% of the time had not anything to do with the intent of what I was going for. There was... I would end up meeting. I, I went to Venezuela to do this little conference, mm. and 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 had nothing else in in mind. Um, and and then in seven days, I made uh, seven flights and and met with three different governors and, and mm. the cabinet of the whole governor and congressman and two generals and was taken in in, in a military flight to uh, another. And I was supposed to meet with. President Hugo Chavez, if he hadn't stirred up, that was that all of a sudden all set up while I was there. And, and this this kind of story is over and over. I'd get a prophetic word for president. And he'd say, I'd say, well, how am I going to get it to him? And then we go to a restaurant and the president pulls up in the table beside us and the president stands up and says, who are you? And I'm like, <laughs> how can I not? And I'm like, how are you doing this, God? And, and there is an invitation to experience greater things from God right now. It's this invisible realm, this invisible kingdom. Repent. Some of you need to repent. Change mm. the way you think. You're thinking only natural things, what you can do in the natural. And there is just a responding to the Spirit. There's a responding to the Spirit. And and there are things that happen when you obey that you have no control over. I was going to say that, Johnny, is it,
1: is, is it fair to say... Because what you're describing, whether it's a Gideon or yourself, which you're you're describing yourself as a Gideon, is it fair to say that uh, you know you're a Gideon if you if you say, "What is it that I have to offer?" Let's see, let's see, nothing, and then God gives you an assignment, and you just kind of go like Forrest Gump, okay, okay, and then you just do it, even though you've got nothing. Uh, that that tells you yourself that you've got the goods. I mean, is that? It sounds like you're describing someone who feels like they have nothing but obeys anyway.
2: Yes, and and this is a part that I want to be a, a key takeaway that I'm going to make. I need to make this connection to the the quantum world in, in the micro tiny world and what's going on is is that what is what is important is. I'll say it again, just uh, the only way I can say it is the way I just said it. it the thing you may have intentionally planned to do, your, your plan doesn't have to be awesome. You're like, well, I'm just going to either speak at this tiny little place. I'm going to have this little meeting. The Lord may call you to go and just fly in the airport to a certain city or mm-hmm. nation. This is, I'm I'm getting this from the Lord right now. I believe there is a 57-year-old woman. You know the Lord. He knows you. And he's just saying, he, he wants, there's another nation you are to fly to and you fly there. Nobody even has to know. They can know. It's not that they don't need to know you go there in obedience and then watch and hear what is unusual about happens while you're there. Whether it's a weather phenomenon, whether it's a governmental phenomenon, whether it's something, your obedience will have triggered um, other kingdom activities. So what I'm saying is like, when I go to a place and, and so drought breaks, all kinds of other kingdom motions have gone into, uh, into uh, you know, activity, and and I didn't control it. I wasn't a part of it at all. But they happen whether they've been told if he shows up, you all do this, whatever. There is some dynamic like that taking place. And back to this fifty-seven-year-old woman, you're just an example. You be obedient, and then you know expect the Lord to do big things. This is not for you to put it on. Uh, this is not about putting it on social media or any other thing. This is This is just the weirdness of even my my own life. There was no reason why I would get to speak to and minister to hundreds and hundreds of congressmen, senators, more than 25 presidents, prime ministers. I didn't even have, you know, social media following. You can say now, yeah, we got hundreds of thousands of people following us. So my name is, is known some. But there was there was nothing I didn't have even I didn't even. Uh, any social media or email following to 2012. And this is where most of the stuff that I'm telling you, uh, of this was happening before 2000. Well, a lot of it happened after as well, meeting at the highest level in orchestration that the Lord w- would do. And so this is not about this thing of getting known this way. This is part of the repentance. Like there is this whole up and down responding to the King. And and it's and it's like, he's got some kingdom um activity designed around our obedience and you don't have to be impressive you don't have to know how to speak you don't have to know how to do anything but obey and if you'll obey the obedience will be uh catalytic by the way
1: that one line you just said you don't have to be able to speak i just moses didn't either you know you you don't you didn't go saying i'm gonna be able to speak I mean. That's a huge statement right there.
2: You don't have to need to know to do anything but obey. Love the Lord. Obey. Show some alignment. Understand the kingdom that's within you that is greater. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So this is where I want to connect it with understanding the quantum world a little mm-hmm. bit. So the quantum, in the quantum world, the micro tiny, what has been discovered is that Everything, even what what seems like solid, whether whether you're talking about your desk, whether you're talking about a human mm. being, whether you talk about anyth- anything, everything is actually at its micro tiny level is just a spinning um, donut of fr- frequency has a sound, a frequency. It's energy. It's empty mm. space. Mm. In fact, literally, that if the whole world were all the empty space were squeezed out. This will be, be a mind bender. If all the empty space were squeezed out of, of the earth, there would, we would all fit into an ice cube. I mean, a, a smaller, a sugar cube.
1: Really? That's really?
2: It's just energy. So it's energy. So energy, the invisible realm really does rule. And we're so used to responding to the visible realm as what rules. So I'm going to tell you a couple things. Um, because there's a, a theory that if it's true for an atom, and we're all made of atoms, not just A-D-A-M, but A-T-O-M, that everything, again, everything is made up of what I'm telling you. Everything is made up of these spinning round frequency donuts. And everyone is different. And, and um, uh, atoms can be in two places at the same time. They are both a wave and a particle. This has blown the last hundred years They have it's still tormenting scientists uh, in in every way. In fact, you know, science was defined as same conditions always produce the same results. Well, the whole quantum world, the quantum science, the quantum reality—they have created a scientific law and rule that there is no certainty. It's the law of uncertainty now, based on what they've discovered. They and they've had to resort to this understanding: things will happen because things will happen. The thing (laughs) is they don't know why certain things will happen. They've done all these high elite tests on, on determining and finding the reality. There was a theory that, you know, particles, particles, if you think of particles, atoms being like these little uh, tiny, tiny bullets, Um, And so they, okay, atoms are little particles. And then they had to change and discover that they're also waves. And I won't go through the experiments to to not hurt your brain and everything else for time's sake as well. And so um, it, it told them equivalently that a human could theoretically be in New York City and in London at the same time. Really? And actually you can be in multiple places at the same time. And actually that's an understanding of the quantum computers that are gonna be what rules the world is it's essentially uh, you know what one computer and all the things it could do it 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 knows how to uh, um, reproduce itself to a while while it's like 20 million computers doing the work for you and coming up with all the answers and coming Ooh. back to you with that information so we're going into an information age a tech overload load that is being described in different ways, but it's not away from the kingdom. It's beginning to explain to us, given a scientific understanding <clears throat> of the kingdom in a unique way. So when I say to him, a man, okay, straighten your leg now, and he straightens his leg, it's not just magic. It's, we are speaking, we are using this, this energy that's captured inside micro tiny atoms, And we're using that energy and it's interacting with other atoms and it's creating reality. So it's scientifically understandable, but it is the invisible realm. So we want to stop thinking of it being like magic, what's happening. It is understandable, but it it is about liberating back to this thing I, I mentioned before. We want to talk about liberating electrons and it's tied into this whole message we're telling you about. Are, so,
1: Johnny, are you saying your speech did that? Your speech liberates? Just so we know what you're saying. Or because you said yes. things will happen because things will happen. Well, things happen because you say words.
2: it Partially, as you say words, you think thoughts. Um, I may have mentioned this before. I, I was in a meeting. There was so much presence and anointing. And this was, again, I was kind of kicked into gear by the Toronto uh, blessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, father's blessing there where he touched me and my faith, but it was my faith that blew up. All of a sudden, I knew God was big and good, and he wanted to do big and good things with me, whether I could speak or not, whether whether I was polished, whether I was connected, whether I had resources. And so I, I literally, you know, I was a paint contractor, went with jeans and a t-shirt, funded myself, and I'm, I'm meeting and changing things at, at wow. such a level that ultimately, again, the nation itself gives me a diploma of honor for my work in Peru. And it's really just about being activated. Wow. Uh, so it's liberating the electrons that are in, inside of me. We'll, we'll, we'll put it that way. And and it's, it's more that than, than, well, you have a call to be uh, this. It's like we, we sometimes that just becomes excess luggage and excess baggage. And it's it, he's not trying to God is not looking for impressive people to be activated right now. If you're impressive and he uses you, be surprised. If you know somebody who's impressive, is loaded with charisma, and like, yeah, that just looks like who God wants to use, be surprised he does. Because God chooses the weak, small, foolish things of this world to confound the wise. And if you ever started out that way and then decide to polish yourself up too much, I find out that people who polish themselves up too much, at some point they seem to lose the anointing that was on them, and they just... The only thing left is just telling stories of what used to be, because he no longer operates on them in that way, because now the glory is on them. When Jesus made his triumphal entry, a point I was making a little while ago in, in Matthew chapter 21, he intentionally had them look for donkeys, and he didn't have them look for white lions or majestic horses. He says, disciples, go to the village that is opposite us. And there you will find tied up donkeys. Bring one, say the master has need of you, and then I'm going to ride on that. So the whole city broke out into Hosanna and to you know to the king that they didn't mention the donkey at all.
1: Okay, so let me ask this because you know we're speaking to the people who, who don't have what it takes, they don't look good, they don't act good, they don't speak good, but the earth is also filled with multiply millions of people who are extremely attractive, extremely talented, extremely well-spoken. This concept works for them too, right? But they're going to be asked to do something that's outside of whatever that is I just described, it would seem. What What would you say about that?
2: Well, yes, and there's a part of this I want it to be continu- disclosed I don't want to jump ahead on answering some things. I want it to kind of go through the process right okay. now. I'm, afraid I'm not going to give in these, these ingredients in the way I want to. But yes, there's an invitation to everyone to obey and come in alignment with the kingdom. And, and so that is the truth, no matter where anybody is. And to whom much is given, much is required. The Lord had me rethink and reprocess okay. that as well. Because we think too much is given. If you're given a lot of money, a lot of charisma, a lot of whatever. That, and and there, it's true but a lot of times he knows how much anointing and stuff and presence he put inside of you. So there was a way to whom, that's why he kept pressing me. He's like, I actually put a lot in you. You got to do some. I put a lot in you. You need to be activated. You need to go. You need to do it. So it was, it wasn't, um, it wasn't obvious. I mean, I'll go ahead and I'm, I'm going to diminish. Um, I don't know if I've done this before, but rather than, you know, I can bring up the fact that I'm a fifth generation minister and talk about inheritance that I have, and that's polishes up a little bit of who I am. I was born and raised in Peru, South America. Grew up, in what is largely considered a cult. My dad was a leader in it. I assisted my parents in leaving that uh, cult. I wrote something about that movement, and and my dad said, you know, he not only endorsed it, and he was the apostle over all South America, but it led him and my mom to uh, leave leave that 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 movement and all that. But part of what they taught was that, you know, if everything was about to be done for. End timesitis was um, massive. And so mm-hmm. Forgiven, the leader I gave a date of 1974 and then 1978. And so young people, we were pulled off into these uh, community farms where we had all things in common. We were one for many years where there's 150 people. And so it was uh, preparing for long-term was not what we did. And so I was, you know, it was like, If you learn to do basic math and read, that was the goal with uh, schooling. So my formal education is through age 15. That's my formal education. (laughs) And you have to understand that different places around the world, they call me Dr. Dr. John Yenel, not because I asked for that uh, title either. I interact with people at the highest echelon of education, Harvard, Oxford, brilliant, uh brains and what they learned and different but this is not that's not my background and and so there's a way i can say like man i'm a 15 year old uh dropout who didn't finish okay i didn't finish high school so how was i going to finish college university but i've written stuff that is that are used for curriculum for universities that's the foolishness of god being wiser than men and 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 so that that's just a, a, an aspect of that. So God enjoys doing that kind. Of, I know He enjoys doing that kind of stuff. He enjoys um, this guy has no business doing this kind of um, kingdom activity um, based on you know uh, perceived past of brilliance. Uh, the the setup of his life. This is this is not it. So I'm saying that for people out there um, partially, but I want to go through the. Um, just a little bit more, because I want us to connect us to what's going on. We're going to be we're going to be hearing much more about the quantum world, the quantum universe. I recommend people look into it, study it to see comparative, comparative uh, analysis. The kingdom of God that that Jesus announced, that John the Baptist announced, the kingdom is here, and the kingdom will heal anything. That was my message from a week ago. Is that that's what he was saying. The kingdom will respond to you if you hunger and thirst for justice. The kingdom will respond if you're hurt and wounded in your heart. The kingdom of God has the healing and answers for physical uh, trouble. This is something the kingdom provides and it's at, at the quantum level. So here's some things. And, and for those of you that uh, it, I'm, I'm trying to make this where it doesn't um, hurt our brains as, as well. Um, because though I say I only went through formal education, I cannot say I'm uneducated. I probably have read more books than 99% of people mm. listening to me. And so it's more on instruction from the Holy Spirit or a general hunger. And there has always been I've been driven to read opposing points, a points and then a secular point. And then, for instance, on the whole uh, Reformation, Protestant Reformation, most of you will be trained, some of you will be trained, depending what denomination, on what your denomination believes were the important takeaways from the Reformation. So you'll have a certain perspective on Martin Luther based on that. So I read the prose, the people friendliest to Martin Luther, what they would say. And I probably read 3000 pages on on uh then on, we'll say, the Catholic per- uh, side and how they saw how dangerous and anti-God he was and what he did. I was like, wow, that's such a different perspective.
0: Like what you're hearing? Help us continue to make Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Head to ElijahStreams.com slash give. Now back to the show.
2: And then I'll read a secular perspective on him that was neither one of these camps. And I then from that I meditate before the Lord, extract my own truth. That's the way of me processing and advancing wow. um, um, with information on all kinds of fronts. Um, uh, till, till this day. There are matters out there right now, and there is perspective here, and there's perspective there, and then I'll ask the Lord. Sometimes He'll just straightforward tell me, but often He makes me go through process as well. It's not just prophetic answers, prophetic answers. He'll tell me some things prophetically, and then they have to fit in the overall narrative of what's going on. So, back to this. Atoms can be in two places at the same time. Um, as to an idea of what the size of an atom is, 10 million atoms, if you put them end to end to end to end, 10 million atoms, they become the space, they're about the size of a period. So think of a period mm. in, a, in a book, mm. that's 10 million atoms. And um, wow. this is this, this a couple of mind benders. Every breath you take in, so I'll take in a breath, has at least one atom that was breathed in by Adam.
1: By the atom,
2: by the atom, so atoms, atoms are still here. Atoms continually recycle. So you have to stop and process that. Uh, Because one of the things we we want to tell you at the micro, tiny, atoms connect us everywhere and every when. They connect us everywhere and every when, when as in as in time and space. So I'm going to say some things and I'm going to put them together and throw out some puzzle pieces here. Um. As I said, atoms are not actually seen, but just their effect. So they are invisible. We're talking about the invisible realm. Everything is made of atoms. Whatever substance an atom possesses resides in its nucleus. So even as tiny as that one ten millionth of a period is, is, its substance, the part that's not just space, its nucleus is... A hundred times a hundred thousand times smaller than the atom Gee. so you Gee. just can't the 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 tiny tininess of what we're we're talking about uh is 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 just amazing. think of a period again, and so something ten million times smaller than that that then its nucleus is a hundred thousand times smaller than that, and that's where its energy is, and that's where its power is and it's going to connect us to who god is he's the alpha and the omega he's the macro he's the micro we're talking about where he resides at the micro uh, and so then you have um and i'm not going to tell that because I, i'm afraid that's going to hurt some brains right right there but Adam's connect us everywhere and every wind so you're connected with everybody on planet earth in some way and you're connected with everything since adam so the This is part of the same storyline. You can get into this thing of well, there's dispensation of this and all that and the other. Well, this is the part where there's where we're connected. So there is a positive this is an important part. There is a positive charge that sits at the center of every atom. So now we know this thing of millions and millions times smaller than a period. They have found there is a positive charge that sits. At the center of every atom. Hmm. And now I want to, this connects us with the kingdom of God is within you. Remember, Jesus said that the kingdom of God is within you. And he's really saying that to a whole crowd that wasn't saved yet, even because they didn't have a chance to be saved yet because he had not yet paid the price for salvation the way we think of salvation. So if he says the kingdom is within you, it literally is a reality that if you go to original design, original destiny, At the micro tiny of every living thing, there is that of God. That's what George Fox was taught. He said it. We didn't think of it in this tiny forms this way. We're talking hundreds of years ago. He says, I was taught by the Spirit. There is that of God in every person. And I was to speak to that. This goes Mm -hmm. back to the kingdom of God is like a treasure hid in the field. So the kingdom treasure that is hid in every person is in every atom they have. It's micro-tiny, but literally a representation of who they were made to be is at this micro-tiny. And here's, remember I was talking about being liber- liberated electrons. Uh, um, what they found out is that when matter, let's see exactly how I wrote it, because there's going to be the, uh, uh, I don't want to call them the brainiacs, but the ones that have studied this more will... will um, it will make a comment if I don't say it. Uh, just right. Not not saying that they're that they're that type of person. But exposure to light causes electrons to be kicked out of metals they found, like in gold, silver, and other things, when these micro tiny things, because we're talking in the same vicinity, when we go into the atoms and the electrons and the protons and and neutrons and different things like this, That exposure to light, when you're exposed to light, it causes the electrons to be kicked out of metal. Let me say it in a way that's more understandable. Exposure to light liberates energy. Now, I'll say it another way. Being exposed to the light releases the anointing. Mm. Something Steve said a little while ago. Being exposed to light, his light, releases the glory. If you want to look at another way to say it in terminology most more of us might identify with think of it as the glory there is the glory at the core tiny 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 little core of every atom and we're made that's what we're made up 100 percent of there is this glory waiting to be activated but it gets activated only by light light liberates the electrons wow this is why i was saying we want to see electrons liberated and in some way this is uh, i want those of you who are listening to understand some of you the kingdom electrons that need to be liberated that need to be uh, you know when it's not liberated there's a neutron it's kind of just remain neutral but then it gets it gets electrified there's an electron it gets activated and so then this potential energy this potential glory this potential good gets released into something and i was giving you and I've given you the example of my own life as just for that purpose. There's a point of obedience, knowing this, understanding it. And I'm trying to perhaps give you something more concrete than it doesn't just feel like, well, I don't have that anointing. I don't have that magic call or whatever. To understand this is resident? That's why I say it's not just 7,000. It's literally resident. The kingdom of God is ready to be activated in every single person and the potential that's there, <clears throat> if I can show up in a place and without even knowing it, the resident anointing of God, the kingdom dynamic that's is changing a weather pattern for a whole nation. Wow! It will either cause rain for a whole nation to come, or it'll cause a, a blackout over a nation as a sign. Another way, uh, his sign that his power is greater than every other power, because that's what he told me. I come into a nation, boom, the, the power's out. I go, what's that? Is this, you know, resistance from the enemy? No, no, no. I'm showing you the power I'm having on you is greater than all the power that exists here. So move with confidence. I was like, whoa. So then I sit with the president and I'm not fearful or worried or And I can actually, and not that I would, but there is, I have kind of done this in speaking to high leaders on some things the Lord will tell me to tell them. And it's because we don't have to, we don't have to, we don't want to become head cases and like, you know, arrogant uh, nut jobs, but there is, the kingdom is powerful. The kingdom of God is within you. The kingdom of God is within you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So, this becomes an important message for right now while we're waiting for things to happen. And whether you think we're waiting for the military or for, you know, the Trump team or whatever, whoever else is, the Lord's saying, you guys can get it finished. Mm. My ecclesia, man, I put some quotes down. I don't know if I can run, run into these liberated electrons. My activated ecclesia can finish the job right now, even if every, everybody else and everything else fails. That there is enough, and I'm, man, do I feel, I feel like an atomic uh, energy inside of me. <clears throat> and you have to understand these little atoms create these, you know, nuclear bombs that will devastate a whole city. It's these tiny, micro, tiny things being activated. So think of that in a positive kingdom dynamic. Yes, it's through decree and declaration. That's part of it. And particularly if you understand you're actually dealing scientifically with real stuff. Like the, the quantum, the micro tiny is real energy, real stuff. You connect to God and you say, but you don't have to be overly smart because that's part of this thing is, um, you know, like I am not smart enough to know how to use these great gifts of God. No, you can be you can be obedient. You can go where he says go and you can see him working around you, him doing uh, stuff in an amazing way. You know, as it comes to mind. Um, in the city, uh, I may have told this before, but so quick, it, it, it's, it's value before the point. City of Huancayo, Peru. Presence of God is powerful in, in a meeting, and and I, I'm up there. And again, at this time, this is when I'm early in in, in ministry. What is more than twenty years ago, and and I don't, uh, I'm not all that confident, but I'm just saying what the Lord says to say, and and there's just. I mean, blistering power of God everywhere. I just um, turned to the, I'm about 15 feet from the piano player and said, man, the Lord's really on you right now. He just falls over. Um, And I'm like, (laughs) I don't understand even what's, what's going on. There's so much power. And then we have so many people on stage that we have too many people to lay hands on, but it was cold. And so my brother-in-law and I, we actually had gloves. And so we were putting empty gloves on, and, and the empty gloves on people's heads were, and they're falling and being, uh, you know, healed by that. And they are like, what is going on? So, again, I want to point out, this is not just magic. This, this is real energy, anointing power, the kingdom. Repent. The kingdom of God is here, and it has this kind of capability and this kind of power. And then suddenly we see, um, and, you know, one of the assistants, like, there, there are 10, uh, they just walked by. Uh, and to shorten the story, it's 10 Drunks, 10 drunks came in and they were just walking by our church because it's on a, a main street there. And, and they just go, we want whatever's going on. And so 10 alcoholics come up on stage and they get delivered of demons and they all get saved. Wow. And they didn't even hear the message. They didn't <laughs> even hear the message. They just came in. This is what the kingdom of God can do through obedient servants. And you don't have to be impressive. You don't know how to you don't have to be rich famous, good looking, uh, uh, um, um, whatever else you think, charismatic or whatever. Yes, the Lord can then make it where it's easy. So it was harder for me to speak at first. I did it out of obedience because there was so much power and presence. And he knew I needed that because I couldn't do anything else. I literally am not afraid to speak anytime, anywhere. Yeah, put me a stadium full in front of presidents. I've lost all fear of speaking completely for sure, for sure, for sure. So that is a, a, a gift uh, um, that I didn't know I, I had to be fearless to speak anytime, anywhere, any place, anything, and and so because for years it just didn't seem like 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 that was so I'm I'm but I'm speaking to certain people specifically, and it's not just to seven thousand, but I'm but I'm speaking to the to the ones that I, I, I am nothing, I am nobody, I've been too disappointed, I have nothing, or or you're like man, you know I love the King so much, I meet with him, but I just have no way of you know I'm making any kingdom difference and something's inside of you like Hannah that says you know I want my own child I want something as she told um, you know about Samuel she was speaking to the priest and, and to the Lord I like, give me give me children or I die you know it's like yeah. her husband uh, uh, she was demanding that he and, and it wasn't happening and then she had a child so there's something within us when we're in alignment with with him that knows we were made for kingdom purposes and kingdom assignment and so I'm saying don't overthink it. Just be obedient. And right now, the kingdom of God is ready to just overwhelm the Mm. darkness. And he's so ready to Mm. overwhelm the darkness. And he's ready to do so with the donkeys that get activated that will carry him on them. See, that's the thing. The donkey's assignment is just carry the king. Carry the king and the rest takes care of himself. So if you're prepared to be one of those, then you can be activated. And it literally activates energy, power, presence, anointing, and, and, and don't be weirded out by, you know, there's a conversation right now. I'm kind of, it's, it's same gear, but I'm shifting over here a little bit, Steve. There's a lot of conversation. that's troubling believers right now, because even in the Patriot community, there is conversation about auras and ascension and um, Christ consciousness and higher consciousness. And this type of, terminology people like oh man this sounds new age-ish or something else well here's the deal um it's absolutely true we'll make this clear there is salvation by no other means than through accepting what jesus did on the cross the blood shed on the cross pays the price for us for eternity that's that's it it's jesus the person jesus jesus christ was not a storyline illusion real man real person real sacrifice get that clear but He did say to his first congregation, I pointed out a week ago, his first multitude of 10 cities following him, plus many more. From a mountain, you are the light of the world. And then he says, let your light shine before men that they can see it. What would that be? That would be your aura. That would be your energy. So if people say, wow, you have a great aura, great energy, it doesn't mean they're tied into the demonic. We're supposed to put that language to it, Let them see your good aura and know that God works in you. There's an energy of him working and operating in you when your kingdom is activated. When you are aligned with him, the kingdom of God becomes activated and people should be able to see it. And he was speaking, as we pointed out a week ago, I think. Jesus was speaking when he said, you are the light of the world, to original design. Original design. What he put in them. Original glory original destiny. And so even these people who are, even if they don't know Jesus Christ personally as Savior, don't be too messed up about the language of a Christ consciousness. Of, they, they understand that there's a creator. They'll talk about alignment with the creator, but we're being bothered because they don't mention Jesus in the right way. Correct? It's, you're correct that from a theological standpoint of how to get saved, they're missing the boat, but they're not missing the general narrative that they're recognizing they must be aligned with their creator. They must be aligned with their creator. And we got to be okay with that. We got to be okay with not all the dots being uh, of the, you know, the eyes all haven't been dotted correctly. nor the T's all been crossed correctly by this group that there is an awakening. There's a great awakening taking place. And this is what we want to join in on. So, uh, a couple more things, Steve, and then I, I think I'll be ready for um, some questions. But there is so the kingdom gets activated. I want people to understand the kingdom gets activated through our doing and through our saying. That's why he would always say go. There was something that would happen when they go. The disciples would come back and rejoice. And even the demons are subject to us. And so they had no idea they had this kind of presence and anointing. There's something. And again, it's not like you have to go. Like I was speaking to that 57 year old uh, woman that I'm, I'm seeing again this 57 year old woman, it doesn't mean you have to take a plane and go to another nation for somebody else. For her, uh, it was going somewhere. But even, just know you're going somewhere and it's on assignment. And then just see if the Lord shows you some sign of what he did, either then or later. A lot of things I didn't know till later, what took place while I was, while I was out of place. And so that's okay as well. But be obedient and understand the kingdom is operating in multiple dynamics you don't under, understand. Uh, um, it, is, it is communication at a whole nother level. I, that's why studying the quantum world, you will, you will begin to understand that in a, in a better way. So you make choices that turn on your light or turn off your light. That's why he would say rise and shine. And then he says, you are the light. So let your light shine. What does that mean? You could be light and not let your light shine. How would you not let your light shine? By not realizing he is in you in that kind of way. Mm. He wants to use you as a kingdom asset in a big way. And you don't have to be, uh, somebody doesn't have to call you apostle or prophet. Somebody doesn't have to validate you. It's nice when these things happen. It's designed to encourage us. I will tell you because of the first two movements I grew up and I ended up having to confront the main leader of the movements because they were in massive sin. So I didn't have that. I didn't have that validation from outside and even once i would uh, you know whether it was presence of god and anointing that was so clear that i would get invitation everywhere there was a lot of uh um, would you say jealousy envy not necessarily warm culture uh, of, of ministers and ministries willing to just reach out and validate me and encourage me there's is, there is something you have to get from the lord yourself these are days to get things from the lord yourself know you are a kingdom Representative, you carry plutonium literally inside of you. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. It's plutonium, atomic capabilities within you. And if we, we'll, and if you can imagine what will happen if we get, if we do get two hundred thousand watching this particular program, and we could get, uh, you know, ten thousand of you. Uh, if we get two hundred thousand, that's great. If we got ten thousand of you saying. All right, from now on I am going to be kingdom on. It's on. And and That's I'm not overthink it, overprocess it. I am just active for him. All right, I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to be on assignment and then he will do things that you don't even know about. That's the part I want to say again. He does stuff you don't know about. Can
1: I ask you about that 57 year old? Is it possible as just as an example if she says, "Well, I feel like I'm supposed to go to such and such an airport?" Um, and that's all I'm supposed to do. And so, again, I'm just making this up. She goes to the airport. She walks around. Nothing seems to happen. She says, okay, I obeyed. I know that I was supposed to go here. And then she returns, not realizing if she did anything. Does it still happen? Does the effect yeah. still happen?
2: Yeah, that's happened for me a lot. Well, I found out later things that took place that okay. happened. And so, man, I realize I cannot believe how the time flies when we're your having fun. Your brain affects and is affected by energy. So your your brain is affected by energy. Uh, this is part of, you know, if you've all heard about the 5G towers. Again, this, this intersects with everything we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You've heard about the vaccinations. They're releasing stuff in you that the 5G towers well, really, there's a frequency they actually tested. I didn't, I wasn't there, but I believe it. I think it might be SG that, uh, SG Anon has told us about activation of 5G towers. And with what was shot into people, it killed 90,000 Chinese. I'm not saying that somebody else said it. I'm just telling you, it has that cake. Frequency can kill. Frequencies can kill. Well, guess what? We have those within us and you can trigger that through obedience, through statement, through standing up, that, that that kind of power is not just, well, they can manipulate it. No, you and you literally can short circuit what the enemy is doing. That's why we have to stand up and be, uh, um, I don't know, 5G, what would it, 7G, uh, uh, 7G towers. We That's it. That's the word from the Lord. Be the seven God towers that stand up and you short circuit what the enemy is doing. Make a statement in whatever s- neighborhood, city. I am now the 7G frequency arranger in this place. And yeah, make, you know, as Cat Kerr will tell you, put angels on assignment to the degree you know how, but I'm going to tell you some of what happens. A lot of what happens is just you standing up as a kingdom asset. And this is what the Lord wants us to do to short circuit what the enemy has been doing. There's a lot of bodies that need to be healed and repaired right now. They can be healed and repaired with enough of the body of Christ being activated into releasing the kingdom that's inside of them through the alignment that they uh, um, they operate out of as they obey with the Lord, attempt to do things in obedience um, to the Lord. So, wow, let me see if there's any other key thing on on this matter. There was...
1: So my, here, let me ask you, uh, was there anything else? Okay, we're going to have S-G-9... He goes by SG, on, And we're going to have him on this week. I, I I'm trying to remember if it's Wednesday uh, afternoon or possibly Friday. Yeah, I thought I it was Thursday. Was it the first? Is it Thursday? Yeah, you're right. Okay, it's Thursday. Okay, we're going to have him, and we have not asked him to check his theology at the door. He believes the things that he believes, but we didn't. We didn't invite him on to 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 give us doctrine. We invited him on to to decode what's going on. What else would you like to say about that? Because he's probably not, doesn't believe, if some people have written to us and said, well, he doesn't believe this and he doesn't believe that. So he must be all wrong. Anything else you want to say about that?
2: Yeah, I think that's a good place to, to wind up because I'm looking, okay. I really have, we're going to continue this, this conversation yeah. uh, moving forward. We didn't really get into, uh, but we want to understand the quantum world, the micro tiny, the energy, the power that's actually there. That we have this. This is the glory, the original design. It's in each and every one of us. It gets activated by light. Uh, it gets activated by light. Me that's speaking, true. this is light to many of you. I can see it in the spirit realm. Uh, tens of thousands of you. This is activating something inside of you. You're going to be a, a new new level of danger uh, to the kingdom of darkness. Just you standing up. So that's good. But yeah, S.G. You know, we we're having this conversation with. Um, Steve and I were having this conversation because there is, and I think we briefly mentioned it last week. It's worth bringing it up again. You know, there are different uh, views on uh, whether there's flat Earth or whether it's it's a globe or is it a, a different kind of globe? Is it a globe where uh, you know it's concave and then there's the Antarctica wall around there and then there's you know it's it's globe in this kind of way and when things aren't clearly Defined by Scripture, um, we do understand, and there's no reason to doubt. I believe Kat Kerr, um, who's a friend, has said she's seen him, and it's it's a globe. The Earth is a globe, and so um, that's a good assumption. The Bible doesn't tell us. It, in fact, we'll say the flat Earthers are those that believe in a different way of the Earth. Um, its structure. They have scores of scriptures they'll use. They'll talk about. The Four Corners of the Earth, and it'll talk about uh, the the earth is built on pillars, on four columns, four pillars. And and we know there's conversation that talks about even uh, 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 Genesis 1, 7. Thus God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and so was so. So there's waters above the firmament. Well, theoretically, how do we go into space if there are waters above the firmament? What is we know there's some pieces of the puzzle that have not been told us. There's a reason why uh, anything about Antarctica is you stay away from it anywhere from there's dastardly deeds going on there. Uh, you can't fly there. We we know there's something about our globe and our Earth that is being concealed from us. Hmm. And, and so in that. As it relates to S.G. there's some a couple of you have had some concerns, maybe more because you've heard him make statements in a certain direction on that. And we're like, you know what? Those don't need to separate us. The Bible is does not. That's not like Jesus died on the cross uh, and, and right. his blood is what was shed for our redemption. That's that's not that level. And so we're in this. We are in a great awakening and in this great awakening. Um, that's been prophesied for a long, long time, and it's way more than most of us, than most anybody who prophesied imagined. The great awakening is to God in a whole new way, and that's part of understanding this presence and power and the glory he's put in us, this resident in us, waiting to be liberated. We're not waiting for him to come again. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Creation groans and travails for the revealing of the sons of God. They know that's first before Jesus comes. And so that's the way he comes. He comes through being Alpha and Omega, the micro tiny within us, activated at a whole nother, at a whole nother level. And so there is room for discussion is what we're, what we're saying. You know, there's conversation. Is there is there an alternative, uh, um, are, are there, well, alternative universe? And is there also, are there some other planets where God also created beings that he rules and reigns over in some way? Well, I think not. But you know what? I don't know that. And so um, I think not, but if I look at Scripture, because I'm and I'm like, I can't, I can't find conclusively not. So one of the things we're going to have to be okay with each other and with others right now, in areas where they have precision and credibility, we listen to them, and they bring new thoughts that we hadn't thought of. We're, we're really going to be shocked with how much we've been lied to about everything. Yeah. And, and so just be prepared for that. And in that, um, you know, withhold the stoning of people for suggesting something that's out of alignment. And maybe some of those, the, the deal is, as we go into this next level of awakening, again, the first awakening was to God. Next level of awakening is to how big the lie has been, how much we've been lied to. And so when you realize you're lied to about every major thing and, and just so many things we could go into right now. We brought up at different times. It makes you want to start questioning everything, and that's and that's okay. That's okay. You you wanna you wanna find out quickly what are the the foundations that are unshakable. And so we wanna we're gonna stick with the unshakable foundation of Jesus, His Kingdom, that's God, right. Trinity, those things. And but besides that, let's give some room for. Um, finding out what really could be true and be okay if it shocks our world to find out something we previously just took for granted, again, for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, they knew the earth was flat. And then somebody said it's round. And so they all had to go through. "Ah!" Well, is there some other kind of version of it where there's, uh, uh, you know, an earth that has some different, I'll just tell you, the earth has some different dynamics than what we were taught and what we've grown up by all of us and so i don't believe even one percent really knows the truth of it and so i'm not prepared to go on the on the line and say even if it's even if it looks round um i'm, I'm going to say there is something different but so sg on uh, you know in that there's conversation i should steve i know it times up this this thing on the conversation i think we briefly went into an aliens and i'll say you know i primarily i believe Aliens, I don't really believe in aliens, okay? Right. And, and I'll just put it that way. I do believe demons do show up and they can mm-hmm. uh, represent themselves in many different ways. We also know, this is no surprise, they do it in movies all the time. We find out this technology has actually been available for a long time. They can make versions of humanoids, uh, versions of reptilianoids, uh, of alienoids. They can be literally fabricated and made um, by technology that exists and, and they could have uh, there, So there could be, uh, you know, uh, flying saucers and other things associated with, with these type of things. And so, but, but it, it, it is discovery time. And so um, we have. And, so to- let me,
1: and, and, and let me, let me, see. I wanted to end with this because I want to remind people that we have prophets and patriots on the profit side of things. We are absolute Jesus Christ and him crucified, which is what Paul said. Uh, he, he, he decided that he would only major in that. That is where we major in what God is telling us. The patriot side, uh, we, uh, we invite people who are patriots. We don't ask them their theology because we want to know from the patriot standpoint, what have they decoded that Trump is saying, that the military is saying. And here's a, a metaphor or example. An example when you go to the doctor many people go to a, and you you love your medical doctor um, and yet he may be a new ager or or even an atheist and you don't even know you just love how, what kind of a doctor he is you don't ask him what he believes about these things you just enjoy his doctoring the same thing is if you take your car in to be to a mechanic and these things are broken you don't ask him his theology you just want him to fix the car so we're this, that's a metaphor for this. We're asking the Patriots to talk about Patriot things uh, that they would know. We're not asking them their theology. Does that about, does that kind of, yeah, explain that's it? correct.
2: Like, you, you don't really care if your mechanic's a flat earther or not. You right. just care, does he know how to work on engines? And um, you go to a restaurant, does your chef know how to do that? But, yeah, it, even if, you know, I, I've discovered, Steve, I'm sure it's the same way. Our world is so different than what we thought it was three years ago. Yeah. And every year we seem to discover a whole nother what uh, of of an area we've been lied to. And so we have to, you know, be okay with the process of discovering truth. And some things are so big that um, it's, it's not like simply, it's not simple. If, if the scripture doesn't make it clear, and if somebody doesn't have Uh, An easy way of determining it as an individual, then there is a process that has to take. We have to have some people assist us in this process to come to truth in the areas I'm talking about, but but many more. And and let's not overly demonize each other for those, uh, you know, for those type of discrepancies in view that we, we might have.
1: On, the, on these areas. That's good. You know, one, one other thing. I was while we were talking, I was considering. I was thinking about my. Uh, you're talking about um, people that are not believers, but they they tap into the light. If you could say, you know, you talked yeah. about that, and it yeah. sounds like another way of saying it is, you, if you're a believer, you can't not shed l- electrons and light because light hits you, and you and the, and then the good stuff comes out. Well, my niece. Uh, was absolutely raised in uh, witchcraft and everything. We brought her, in those days, it was the vineyard. This was 15 years ago. And it was just a normal, everyday worship. Uh, And she walked out uh, of the the facility. So I went, she's my nurse, my my niece. So I needed to make sure she was okay. So I walked out and said, what's going on? She just says, she said, I can't handle the energy. The energy is too high here. I just can't handle it. And I knew exactly what she was saying, not that I could feel it, but but she was picking up on let your light so shine. She was picking up the light. It would, is that fair, fair to say?
2: Exactly that type of thing. It's insane. There's one nation we went to that every time we would go there, uh, the house of worship where we we're at, i am say this, way, there's the, the house beside it was a, a witch lived there and she was throwing rocks over as well because um, uh, they had an open where the roof was. and so. There was having to watch if she threw rocks and there was, but we'll just years ahead. She's now a faithful part of the congregation. She's like, I could not harm you. I could not stop you. I could not. (laughs) And it's like, there is, it's where the rubber hits the road. See, we got to get out of this heady religion. Christianity is not working. It's not working for anybody. It's not working for our kids. And so there, it's supposed to be real. It's kingdom demonstration. The kingdom of God is not just word. Jesus shared that its power, its presence, and creation itself groans and travails for the sons and daughters of the king to be manifesting this type of presence, power, influence, love, game-changer ability, and, and he locks us down. When we're in fear, we cannot activate, we cannot liberate the electrons, we cannot liberate the energy that's inside of us. The kingdom of God is within you, Jesus was activating that everywhere he went. And we want everyone who's listening right now to have that kingdom of God activated, be released on, be on in the name of Jesus. And, and, and you can be a game changer. You never know. That's part of this hidden thing. He says the hidden ones, you might be one that I just feel like I know even right now, this, was, this is PS stuff from him. I mean, there are some power hitters in the body of Christ. I will build my ecclesia, and my released ecclesia will stop the gates of hell. Some of you will just step into obedience, and and literally there has been an assignment over your nation. This is from another nation. Something right now. There, when this guy gets activated, you all move, and so you will do something in obedience. It's not announced. It's not sanctioned. Nobody else knows about it, but all of a sudden it's going to trigger. These are triggers, kingdom triggers for great things to be released and to happen for you in your nation. So these are the things. My spirit, I don't even know how to say what's on me. I can probably tell that, Steve, but my spirit is stirred. I was stirred last night uh, in the night when he was waking me up. And this morning in the day, and I I told Elizabeth, I "I don't know how this is going to come out, but he wants his sons and daughters. He wants them. Uh, uh, um, understanding the power of his kingdom. And it's it's scientifically understandable. It's God, literal man. energy that those who have studied knows is at the core of every one of us. And we operate out of this energy and it can stop. They know it. It can stop. It can stop a train. Energy can stop a moving train. They know how oh. to stop. They know how to stop a moving train with energy. They can Turn on frequency and change frequency and cause humans to drop dead. Well, there's a lot of good we can do with kingdom frequencies wow. as we step into that.
1: Wow. Well, wow. John, John, would you just pray for the people as we close out?
2: Yes. <clears throat> Lord, to,
1: oh, good. Let good. the
2: kingdom be activated everywhere. Let okay. your servants, your hidden ones, the ones that know it's not me, I can't be, let them be activated even now,
0: Lord. <laughs>
1: Awesome. Lord. Awesome. I thank awesome. you
2: for what you're doing in this day, Lord. I thank you that this thing, the battle, has gotten intense enough. We've delayed long enough. There's been enough frustration, where you're you're now able to activate some that would have never been activated before, and you, and you have this uh, this triumphant uh, hidden reserve um, that are ready to be activated across the whole planet, the whole globe right now, and actually uh, uh, there's there's trembling, there's tremors. They're shaking in in the kingdom of darkness right now because of what they're observing, what they're seeing, what's awakening. Those who are awakening, these who are the mighty ones that uh, are are totally uh, disguised and and not recognized as such even by themselves. And so, Lord, let this be a new day for us all. Let your kingdom come. Let your kingdom advance. Let the gates of hell be splattered, Mm -hmm. smattered and abolished. And demolished all across this planet, even right now, because your sons and daughters arise and showcase your kingdom. We thank you for that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. All right, Johnny. Thank you so much. Well done. I appreciate it. Hopefully we haven't uh, filled your head with too much <laughs> leaking out. So tomorrow is uh, Chris Reed. Uh, he's got some really good revelation. He's got some confirmation of some things he had said last program about China. We're going to replace some of the things he said and then show you what's actually happening. And then he's got some fresh revelation for the United States. So we're looking forward to that tomorrow. Don't do not miss that. All right, everybody. Have a great day. We will see you same time tomorrow. God bless you, everyone. See you later. Bye-bye.
0: This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.